0: Support for Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio is made possible by M&M Printing and the Observer News of Ruskin. Hello and welcome to this edition of Veterans Corner Radio, information for and about veterans. In part two of a two-part podcast, host Bill Hodges continues his conversation with Sarah Bursi, Assistant Director for Pension and Fiduciary Services at the Veterans Benefit Administration, and Cleveland Karen, Director for Policy and Procedures for Compensation Services. Bill and his guests continue talking about VA, aid and attendance benefits, and the Housebound Allowance. VA Aid and Attendance or Housebound Benefits provide monthly payments added to the amount of a monthly VA pension for qualified veterans and survivors. If you need help with daily activities or if you're housebound, this podcast will help you find out if you qualify. Here now is Bill Hodges with Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio. Welcome to Veterans Corner, a show dedicated to providing information to all those who have served our country's military and to their families. Now, here is your host, newspaper columnist, management trainer, and Air Force veteran, Bill Hodges.
1: Hi, I am Bill Hodges, and this is Veterans Corner Radio. And with every Veterans Corner Radio, we want you to be sure to have pencil and paper with you, because there are things you're going to want to write down. Also, if you have someone else in the house, Bring them in to listen because this will have information for both the spouse and the veteran. Today, we'll be interviewing Sarah Bursi, who serves as the Assistant Director for Pensions and Fiduciary Services in the Veterans Benefit Administration and Cleveland Karen, who serves as Director of Policy and Procedures for Compensation Services. The program will be about aid and attendance. That's something that'll be very important to you as you grow older. The program is going to be long, so we've broken it in two sections. This is part two on aid and attendance, a very important VA program. This is part two, and I'd like you to please, Cleveland, would you give it a little overview again of what this program's all about?
2: Sure. So, there are a couple of different programs that provide aid and attendance benefit. Probably the big three that we that we think about and talk about are uh, compensation. Compensation is a program that uh, is based on you having a an injury that it happened in service, and then uh, you have a current disability related to whatever that injury is. And, and the aid and attendance uh, benefit would provide an additional sum, additional amount of money on top of your normal rated disability. The pension program is a program related to primarily wartime service veterans who have low income and if you do need aid and attendance for regular care and daily activities it's an additional amount of money or sum of money that can be placed on top of your normal pension benefit and of course the dependency and indemnity compensation benefit is for those survivors of veterans who are entitled to compensation who passed away through a service-connected cause And maybe for those survivors who have some need of someone to take care of them for for some of those activities, those daily living activities, and it's an additional amount of money on top of what they would normally receive through the Dependency and Indemnity Compensation Program.
1: Uh, Sarah, to to remind people a little bit of the definitions you gave for compensation uh, versus pension and that, would you give us a quick overview of that again?
3: Absolutely. So... Compensation is a VBA benefit that's administered for service connected disabilities, meaning that disabilities were incurred in service or due to an event in service. That payment is specifically based on service connected disabilities. And then you can have paid in attendance as an additional benefit that's paid on top of that. For the pension program, this is different from compensation because a service-connected disability is not required. Pension is a needs-based VBA benefit administered for certain wartime veterans with qualifying service who have minimal or no income. It's really providing a subsistence or minimal level of income payment for those individuals who are living at or below poverty level. That's the demographic that we're looking at with that program.
1: So there's wow. a specific group of people who are eligible for this program. It's not that you just happen to be somebody who's got compensation and you want a few extra dollars. There are specific things you have to meet, correct?
3: That's right. For aid and attendance specifically, there are eligibility requirements for applying to for that benefit. And they are listed out, actually, one of the tips for you and for your listeners is that a lot of these eligibility requirements are listed on the VA forms that you use to apply for the benefit. So if you have a paper copy of the form or if you're researching, that's also a really good resource to look at for some of the eligibility requirements.
1: And that was the form that was mentioned earlier by Cleveland that you fill out and send in?
3: Right, that's VA Form 21-2680, VA Form 21-2680 and that's the application form for aid and attendance benefits. And that's the same form whether you're applying for aid and attendance based on your service-connected compensation or whether you're applying for aid and attendance as a veteran or survivor in receipt of pension benefits or whether you're a surviving spouse and you're receiving dependency and indemnity compensation and you want to apply for aid and attendance. use the same form to apply for it across the board.
1: Okay, what I'd like to do is I'd like to talk more in depth about what a person can get when they apply for this? What are the things that will change their life?
3: I can start from the pension perspective. It's an income-based program and benefits in the pension program aren't paid out in the same percentages as they are in compensation. So the pension program payments are based on um, your income, whether you have dependents, and then you can also receive a higher payment amount for in attendance. So just to give you some perspective, The uh, maximum annual rate that you can receive as a qualified veteran with no dependents who's receiving pension is thirteen thousand nine hundred thirty-one dollars. If you are eligible for in attendance benefits, that amount of money increases from thirteen thousand nine hundred thirty-one dollars to twenty-three thousand two
1: hundred thirty-eight dollars. Big
3: difference. Yeah, that increases the the amounts. That twenty-three thousand is your new annual maximum rate of pension. And then that rate is divided by, so we're going into our VA math here, right? (laughs) rate (laughs) is divided by 12 to get to your monthly payment.
1: Well, that's standard math. When you start adding up disabilities, that's where you get into VA math. Absolutely. (laughs) That's fun. I think I come out like 200 and some odd percent, and I I did get to 100, but it wasn't easy.
2: So in a a similar way to what Sarah was talking about for Pension benefits, compensation benefits have a similar rate increase. And that rate for compensation benefits, there's a couple of different factors that go into that. One is how disabled you are beyond just the need for aid and attendance. And so higher disabilities, more, uh, the, if you are, if you have greater disabilities and require greater need, different payment rates can apply. So at some of the highest payment rates, those are around $8,000 per month. Some of the lower rates, closer to four. And I think a 100% service-connected veteran is somewhere around 3000 per month. And of course, all of those rates, we do have them online on our VA website. And so you can kind of go through and look and see which uh, which rates would be maybe applicable to your situation. But but that gives you a, just a general idea that with the aid and attendance benefit, there is a, a greater monetary amount over the uh, over the normal payment.
1: Now th- there is also a program where, if I'm a vet and my wife is taking care of me, that you will give so much money to her to take care of me. Is there not? Does it have anything to do with this program?
2: I think that's that's a little different than uh, than aid in attendance. There are certain caregiver benefits that are available, and those are typically available through through the Veterans Health Administration. But aid in attendance is just within the compensation program for those disabilities that an additional special monthly compensation for those disabilities require additional uh, care for the individual.
1: I think a lot of veterans do not know, and the general public surely does not know, that the VA is separated into various sections. And the two that we're talking about here is the veterans' benefits, which handles a certain series of things, and then the health care. But then there's also the education in the other areas.
2: Very good point. VA generally separated into kind of three different kinds of buckets if you will of mortgages of <laughs> So you have the uh, the cemetery administration who, who manages all of those beautiful places providing great service to veterans and their and their families when it's when they pass uh, we have the benefits administration who deals with a whole host of monetary benefits, whether those are pension benefits, education benefits, administering the GI Bill, compensation benefits for injuries that were incurred in service, home loan guarantee for those individuals who, huge uh, who have bucket. a VA. <laughs> yeah, huge,
1: huge, We've bucket. Got about, a lot, we, a lot we, of
2: we, programs.
1: We have about four minutes to finish up talking about age and, and uh, attendance. What are some of the things I haven't asked you that you or Sarah, either one, want to get across to my audience?
2: I think for uh, at least for the compensation service program, uh, you know, a lot of individuals might think that if they are 100 percent service connected, that they might not be eligible for for aid and attendance. That's not necessarily true. If you do require assistance or care, I encourage you to apply if you um, just because you're 100% service connected doesn't mean that you are not eligible for an additional amount of special monthly compensation.
1: Sarah, do you have any ideas or thoughts that I haven't asked you that we want to be sure we get into this broadcast?
3: I think that it's important to emphasize from the pension program perspective that the population that we're providing service for is likely to be the population that doesn't realize those benefits are available. They're, you know, a surviving spouse, a veteran who's having financial difficulties or who is elderly and needs assistance with daily activities. Those types of individuals might not even know that these benefits are available. So I do think that it's important that we're doing this broadcast, that you're sharing this information. I'm very excited to see this as a topic that's being discussed. Um, And I would just encourage anyone who is interested in VA benefits or think that they may be eligible to do do the research, access the resources. If you need help with that research, contact VA or contact a VSO to, to help you. There are resources that are out there. We're here to help. And don't let the complexity and the unknowns um, deter you from pursuing benefits.
1: One final thing that I want to ask one of the two of you to answer. You mentioned something that the veteran had already passed away. There was a potential for I've got about a minute and a half, so what happens there? If the veteran's passed away, you have the spouse, she needs help now, what does she do?
3: So that's probably dependency and indemnity compensation or survivor's pension as well could be an option. Dependency and indemnity compensation is specifically for survivors of a veteran who passed away due to a service-connected disability or due to a cause that's related to their military service. And then pension is a little bit more open to where it's not based on that service-connected disability causing the death, but it's based on general income and general service requirements. So that would be probably a more broad pool of individuals that could be eligible if they're having some financial difficulty, you know, if they're elderly or in a nursing home, things like that, they might want to look into pension benefits.
1: Is there a form they have to fill out from that, or is that the same form that we've talked about earlier?
3: For dependency and indemnity compensation or survivor's pension, you can look at VA Form 21-534, and that's the application for DIC death pension or accrued benefits. So that form encompasses both.
1: You guys are pretty sharp, believe me. I threw some things at you like form numbers and. My God, with as many forms, you were able to pull that right off. Oh, wait a minute. No, that this one. (laughs) That was great. Cleveland, did you have a last statement you'd like to make?
2: No, sir. Thank you so much for having us. We really appreciate it.
1: Well, it's been fun to have you both on. You've both given our listeners a lot of information. And there is a lot of benefits out there that you have a deserving reason to get. You earn those benefits. These people aren't here to give you a handout they're giving you a hand up. So Cleveland, Sarah, thank you so much for being on the program. I appreciate it very much. Thank you. Thank you, sir. I guess the one last question I always like to ask, would you like to come back?
2: I'd love to come back if you'll have us.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, you're unique, you're special and you're great. Tell yourself so often because you are, you know, and we'll talk to you again on Veterans Corner.
0: You've been listening to Veterans Corner with your host, Air Force veteran Bill Hodges. The views expressed on this program are those of Bill and his guests and are opinions based on the best available information. In matters of law or governmental regulation, it will always be best to check with the appropriate agency. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us for the next Veterans Corner. Here's a quick final thought. If you're enjoying these podcasts, why not take a minute to subscribe or mark Veterans Corner Radio as a favorite? It's easy, and you'll be set to be among the first to find out when new podcasts are published. And thanks again for listening to Veterans Corner Radio.